0: The Koi Gig Pod Morning
1: Arlene to the I I owe you a phone call Do I Kathleen? You do I was going to bring that up <laughs> <laughs> I'm sadly down A podcast host But uh, as long as you qualify us For the Euros I'll forget yeah, the island. Subscribe to The Koi Gig Pod On the Off The Ball app
2: Now Rugby Daily On Off The Ball With Dove Men Plus Care Upgrade
1: to Dove Men's 72 hour advanced deodorant Tough on sweat Not on skin Welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormick and on the way, Kieran Frawley gets the nod at full back for Saturday's date with Wales, and there'll be a debut off the bench as well. It looks like the future of the Ireland captain will be sorted sooner rather than later. Freddie Stewart is dropped by England for the Calcutta Cup clash with Scotland, who recall Blair Kinghorn. First, and as expected, Kieran Fawley will start at full-back for Ireland in Saturday's Six Nations test with Wales. He replaces the injured Hugh Keenan, who misses out with the knee problem sustained in the win over Italy. That's one of seven changes made by Andy Farrell for the visit of Wales. Bundy Aki returns at inside centre with Stuart McCloskey dropping to the bench. There's still no return for Gary Ringrose. Jameson Gibson-Park is restored at scrum half and Craig Casey drops out of the Matchday squad entirely. Captain Peter O'Mahony is back at Blindside Flanker and Ryan Baird is among the replacements. Despite worries, Earlier in the week, Kellen Dorris is named at number eight in place of Jack Conan, with Josh Van Der Fleer coming in at open sides. Ty Byrne is back for James Ryan in the second row, and Philly Belham has been replaced by Ty Furlong at tight head, with a likely debut off the bench for Munster's Ollie Jaeger. Belham's absence is purely to give an opportunity to Jaeger, someone the head coach has had his eye on for a while. I, I think
0: first and foremost, it's it's always a, a pleasure to to give somebody a debut, um, but. Uh, I think this is a special one because it's a special story in, in Ollie. Um In fact, uh, I've had a couple of conversations with him over the years when we were over in, um, in New Zealand. I, I met him about his plans, et cetera, and, uh, um, um and where that sat. Um, but he was con- content enough because he was building uh, uh, a really nice life for himself over there and doing unbelievably well for the Crusaders. Um, but he showed his ambition to come back to, to to Ireland and make a claim for uh, a spot in in um, playing for playing for his country. So we've 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 had him earmarked for a while, but watching him start his career in Ireland at Munster and how that's gone, and then giving him the opportunity to come to Portugal with us, and and um, uh, he's had a few more weeks uh, since then in the squad. We've been nothing but impressed. You know, he's he's a big man. Uh, uh, very low maintenance, um, a proper man's man, you know. Uh, uh, the tash says it all, doesn't it? And uh, um, he's he's very knowledgeable, well coached, um, and for a big man, he gets around the field and got a good feel. So um, he deserves his chance, I thought, coming into camp and then uh, transferring that to his performance against the Scouts where he, he not actually played for for quite some time, actually. Uh, was was pretty impressive, so we're excited for him to to uh, to show what he's got on Saturday.
1: Farrell also revealed that Keenan is making good progress from his knee injury and expects him to be available for the trip to Twickenham in a fortnight. He also provided an update on the likes of Gary Ringrose and Ian Henderson.
0: So who've we got? We've uh, Gary. Gary's uh, not not quite right. Ian. and Ian Henderson uh, has uh, a dislocated toe. Uh, not as bad as that. Oof. <laughs> he's, he's, he's going to be um, he's going to be fit there sooner rather than later so hopefully for, for the England game as well, well. Gary um, he's trained with us all week and he has done um, for, the, for the last 10 days in the fall week as well not contact though uh, he's made good progress and there's no point in, in pushing him and, and, and pushing him into a, a contact session and setting him back again because he's made so much good progress You know, he's, he's, he's nearly there but not quite
1: now there's some interesting stuff from Warren Gatland today ahead of Saturday's match. He continues to talk up Wales' chances as a head coach naturally would, but he was also asked about the difference between Welsh and Irish rugby at the moment.
2: I think they've just got the right structures in place and um, probably if I look at previ- the previous time we were here, we kind of were papering over the cracks of the things that were happening behind and Welsh rugby and we we have got an opportunity for a reset um, which unfortunately I'm not 100% convinced that we are going to have a a proper reset within our regions Um, and it's probably felt like sometimes you're in a sinking ship and you're just trying to plug the holes a little bit and um, so there's there's still lots of work for, for us to do in terms of you know, they're definitely their central contracts and their their structures. I think of. It, it took a long time. It took a while for them, but I suppose that's that's benefited from the performance of their provincial teams, and that's transferred into into the international team. It, it took a while. We were probably the other way around. You know, we were the reverse, and at the moment we're probably reflective of where our our regions are, and. Uh, We've got to we've got to look at look at closing their gap. Um, you know, an interesting uh, had an interesting uh, discussion that someone said. Um, you know, Alex Mann, as a, as a twenty year old, came into us, and we had the sponsors dinner. And one of the questions asked by someone on the table was, and he came into us, and he said. I know. I now know what a professional environment is like, and what what it should be like, and that's what we've got to encourage our regions to to um, to to be like that. You know, I, I continue to speak about infrastructure, getting the the right infrastructure, right, the right environment, the right SNC coaches, medical staff, quality coaches, training facilities, grounds, and stuff. Forget about the players. You get that right, and then you start building your squad. But we've tended to probably do it the other way around, over a 50-50. And then that's, like I said, that feels like just plugging, plugging up the holes of of a leaking ship. Um, so there's still lots of work to, for us to do. And the thing with Ireland, they they look like they've got their structures right. And but you know, we the only way we're going to do it as a group is if we if we work together and we, and we support each other. Uh, Everyone talks about the finances, and I understand that, but it's, getting the, it's making the right decisions. Is, is the more money going to be to go to buying players, or is the, is the extra money going to be fixing up the, the infrastructure and the facilities and quality people in your, in your backroom team and, and coaching and, like I said, medical and SNC support?
1: Circling back to Ireland, it now appears that both Peter O'Mahony and Conor Murray will continue their careers at Munster next season. The 34-year-old duo come off their IRFU central contracts in the summer and to date there have been no replacement offer forthcoming from Munster. However, the 42.ie reported today that O'Mahony and Murray will be offered fresh Munster contracts which will be topped up by the IRFU. Speaking from the Ireland camp earlier this week, Murray said he was happy to continue with life at Munster.
0: As long as you're fit and you're 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 able to contribute at this level, international level, then um you want to be involved in in the club game and, and the international game for for as long as you can physically do it and you know feel great at the moment. Uh, like I said, I went back at the weekend and 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 felt felt sharp, felt
1: felt match fit, and um yeah for as long as as long as they'll they'll have you here, I'll happily um. Happily stay yeah Rugby Daily on off the ball with Dove Men Plus Care upgrades to Dove 72 hour deodorant tough on sweat not on skin Plenty of interesting team news ahead of Saturday's Calcutta Cup match at Twickenham despite starting and performing well in both of England's wins so far. Freddie Stewart is missing from their match day 23 for the matchup with Scotland. George Furbank takes his place at full-back marking his first international appearance in two years. Fraser Dingwall is another jettison from the 23 despite his try against Wales a fortnight ago with Ollie Lawrence picked at inside centre. The injured Alex Mitchell is replaced by Danny Kerr and Ellis Genge and Dan Cole come in either side of Jamie George in the England front row so they will line out with George Furbank at full back Tommy Freeman and Elliot Daly on the wings Henry Slade and Ollie Lawrence in the centre George Ford starts it out half for England on Saturday Danny Kerr at scrum half a front row of Ellis Genge Jamie George and Dan Cole Maro Atoje, and Ollie Chesham continue their second row partnership the back row is also untouched with Ethan Roots at Blindside Flanker Sam Underhill at Open and Ben Arell will continue at number 8 for Scotland Blair Kinghorn makes his first appearance of this year's Six Nations marking one of three chains to the side denied by France a fortnight ago. Harry Patterson is the man he replaces. Kyle Stain will start on the right wing for Kyle Rowe, and the other change is at Blindside, where Matt Fagerson is replaced by Jamie Ritchie. So for Scotland, Bear Kinghorn returns at full back. Kyle Stain and Duham van der Merva are their wingers. Hugh Jones and Sioni Tweepelotu are in the centre for them. Finn Russell, co captains aside from fly half, Ben White is at scrum half. Pierre Schumann starts at loosehead. George Turner's hooker tight head is Xander Fagerson. In the second row then it's Grant Gilchrist and Scott Cummings. Jamie Ritchie starts at Blindside Flanker. Rory Darge, the other co-captain, on the open and Jack Dempsey continues at number eight. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby Feed. To keep this podcast coming to you Monday to Friday free of charge, my name is Richie McCormick and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you tomorrow. Till then, thanks for listening.